0: Here we are with another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. Thank you again for joining us and checking out the shows you do each and every week, making it one of the most downloaded programs here on Cannabis Radio. I am grateful to all of you for listening to the show so consistently. And we got a great topic to talk about today and some guests that are really going to help us out to go ahead and speak about it. I'm joined by the founder and CEO of a new website called Senior High. It's senior High. H I G H dot com, and I'm also joined with the chief marketing officer, so it's husband and wife, Karen and Lewis Lustman here on Blunt Business. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, thank you for having us. Uh, my pleasure, really do appreciate it. So, you're running a women owned health and wellness company that advocates for safe and effective cannabis products for seniors. You recently opened up the website senior high senior hyphen high dot com, providing information that enables seniors to confidently. Choose the right cannabis products to help relieve sleeplessness, aches, pains, anxiety, and other ailments common to seniors. I meant to say that before, but I just kind of skipped over it. <laughs> anyway, Karen, with the new website, you stated, quote, we're thrilled to offer seniors a site designed by seniors, specifically mm-hmm. for seniors. There yes. are more than 90 million seniors in the U.S., an enormous segment that is aware that cannabis can help with the problems that accompany growing older, but lack a great deal of of basic information and I'll tell you from my own aspect I have my parents both in their late 70s and mm-hmm. you know to get them the understanding of using cannabis I know my mom sometimes will have issues with pains uh, my father's thing with knee pain my mother will have issues where it might be arm pain or knee pain as well arthritis mm-hmm. things like that to having understanding and to have this kind of information this kind of portal to give the kind of information that seniors could understand. Talk to me about what the website is looking to fill, the void of information that you felt that your team felt compelled to fill.
1: Well, I think most importantly, um, seniors are curious about cannabis. Whether, you know It could be the, the situation where they're afraid to go into a dispensary or they don't know enough about it to even feel comfortable talking about it. Um, so the most important thing for us is that not only do they get the information, but they learn how to use cannabis safely. Because you know, one bad night with it, there you know, you you lose that uh, that momentum to keep on trying and then to build it up within your system. So you're you know taking full advantage of all the products to have a better quality of life.
0: With my parents, I know the other thing too is that they're very reliant upon the trust of their doctors. And the doctors only have so much information themselves. And, you know, they're always going to be hesitant and worry of giving, you know, at, at such an elevated age, any kind of medication they feel like. Because, I mean, even with my mom, she's diabetic. She's, you know, there's, I it pains to see the fact that I, I see her usually, you know, it takes a couple of hours to go and just get the pills organized. Taking at least right. 12 to 15 pills a day. And then trying to find other treatments and other topicals to go ahead and overcome. And so like if, you know, her doctor, she's, you know, for a long time, sometimes a doctor might be retired. Just There might be a change of doctors or the multiple doctors that you deal with when it comes to, you know, urology or, you know, w- whatever other areas. She has multiple doctors to work with
2: mm-hmm. that are going
0: to have all these different voices. They're going to trust first. And my parents also, my mother was in the medical industry beforehand. She was a nurse and um, office manager for a doctor for a long time. So, like, there's this understanding. And then this new, the idea of cannabis coming into light, which is only, for seniors I'd imagine, has only been kind of understood as a medical treatment for mean, about a decade or so since legalization. So, talk to me about what you would be able to do in terms of communicating with doctors. Or having those doctors, the one the the seniors that might have the hesitation to try something because of what their doctors are always prescribing consulting.
1: Right. What I found is advocates, people like myself, people like, uh, you know, who are involved in the industry. We're the ones who are educating the doctors for the most part. Every time I go see a doctor, number one, I take (laughs) cannabis. Uh, I had broken my leg and had to have a couple of surgeries and they gave me, you know, something nasty to take home with me for pain. And I said, I'm not going to use it. And I didn't. Um, So I am a true believer in using cannabis for pain, but I think most doctors, because they don't understand it. And quite honestly, they are not educated in it. They don't know what to tell their aging uh, patients.
2: Yeah, you know, I think if I could jump in, it's sort of like a uh, a, a two prong uh, hurdle that, that we're having to deal with. The doctors depend on research, well, that's fine, except since uh, cannabis is considered a class A uh, drug, like other things that are okay. actually harmful. Uh, schedule one, right? Yeah. Schedule but one. But the thing sorry. too
0: with that part, you know. The government's kind of not helping in, in that manner of when it comes to the research that is being done, just because it's not being done in the United States. Not, it's just because mm-hmm. it's not being put in some particular medical journal, the New England School of Medicine, or Journal of Medicine, whatever it is, because those large you know, bureaucratic medical organizations or the fact that Big farmers fighting back on any opportunity, that mm-hmm. they're not involved in the cannabis industry or offering it you know, as a service— They're going to push back as well. So, like, there's all these different underlying forces that are, you know, that force that make it behooving upon yourselves to get that information to the doctors and to fight back with them. Because, like you said, the lack of research, supposed research, which we know in Israel and other countries, we have loads of research for the fact that they want to be ignorant about it and stubborn to not believe it. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, but I do think perhaps
2: gradually maybe it's it's accelerating now with uh, more legalization. Um, doctors are no longer negating the the uh, efficacy of of medicinal cannabis. You know, for example, I went to see a doctor today about a neck ailment that I have, and whereas some years ago, describing the same situation you know, the doctor would say, no, you need this prescribed medication. There are a lot of uh, greedy hands out, you know, uh, prescribed medications. But uh, today, the doctor I spoke with said, when I told him I'm using a uh, CBD balm with some THC infused in it, he said, okay, good. Mm -hmm. So at least there isn't that resistance perhaps with younger doctors who are taking it upon themselves to do a bit of research and perhaps uh, benefiting by the experience of Israel and other countries that are more sophisticated.
1: I've worked with a lot of doctors through uh, the UCI. They have a physician's uh, council on cannabis in Orange County. And so, you know, even uh, listening to the doctors talk about the plants and the effects and, you know, all the research and everything, one of the things that still is a theme is even the doctors in this industry are frowned upon by their peers.
0: So <clears throat> yep. let me move along about the website and the, the intent. The target market for senior high are those regarded as baby boomers or older. And demographic, demographic is largely ignored by the cannabis industry. And that's by most industries anyway, you know, because the retail, just the fact that they don't, that's a thought that baby boomers might not be the, you know, the largest consumers of goods and services, you know, of course. <laughs> Senior High believes that prior to the pandemic, the majority of boomers plus relied on getting cannabis purchase advice from friends, various third-party information sources, or dispensary employees they grew to trust. The Amazonification of cannabis like the way you put that has been taking place more rapidly since March 2020 and the beginning of the pandemic in the United States. Over 50% of cannabis orders are now placed online for pickup or delivery. Seniors need right. a trusted resource like Senior High to provide the education and information needed to make informed purchase decisions. So take break down a little bit of what you're offering virtually and in person to communicate and consult seniors looking to cannabis as a viable treatment.
2: Uh, sure. You know, I am
0: in charge of the content
2: for the Senior High website. So what I've attempted to do is take the experience that Karen has had in holding seminars and presentations and getting so many questions from seniors is to take those questions and respond to them and put the information on our website. So, for example, when if a senior goes to a dispensary, they might be overwhelmed. And even uh, put off by a lot of the jargon. What what is uh, indica? You know what is sativa? There's a lot of terminology used in, in the industry that I think a lot of uh, people take for granted. Those that have been involved for a while, but for seniors, it's pretty much a whole new world. Mm-hmm. So we have articles on what do all these things on a package on a box mean? What does it mean when it says uh, three to one? Those sorts of things, basic information. We have information uh, that helps seniors better understand what is the onset rate for a gummy versus, let's say a tincture, Mm -hmm. how long is it going to last? Elementary things like that that are really important to seniors. So we're trying to uh, you know, as, as we say, we've created a website for seniors by seniors, so we kind of understand what their obstacles might be, and we're trying to smooth the path.
0: Well, previously, uh, before pandemic, our network, Cannabis Radio, actually was a media sponsor for a show that actually our company hosted the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo regularly. We would <laughs> host a session on Cannabis for Seniors. And yeah. always very well. Uh, yeah, it was it, very well attended. Lots of questions. Never a shortage of people that are willing to talk about it. But yeah, and the one thing was is that at the show, especially down here in South Florida, where we host the show regularly, and in Arizona, the level of seniors that would come to learn more and the information—they're absolutely interested. There's, there's a curiosity, and there's a real, really. A need for knowledge and there's just not enough of that out there because you know it's you have to find other places for information as opposed to maybe if a senior or or baby boomer might not necessarily go into the dispensary because you know it's you know any any dispensary or even some of the doctors offices that are more of the uh the medical marijuana clinics might not be as maybe as senior friendly if you might say um, or just the people might just be a bit of a trust factor i would i'm only assuming some of the thoughts that would be coming in creating hesitation but then also knowing about where to go for information you can't always get to a convention all the time so you need to have something that's a 24-hour 7365 source to go to and i appreciate that's what you're looking to do now it's because of your site we need the, we need sites like senior high because of a hit piece i'm going to talk about An example, a hit piece I'm going to talk about from the folks at Inside Hook and The New York Times They decided to go ahead and talk about seniors consuming cannabis. And I want to ask your thoughts about the claims being made. I want to talk about that after a short break. I'm here with Karen Luspin and Louis Luspin, CEO and Chief Marketing Officer, respective of Senior High. Website is senior-high.com. Back with Karen and Louis here on Blunt Business after a short break We're back with Karen and Lewis Lusman, of Senior High here on Blunt Business. We're talking about seniors in cannabis here on the program. So I mentioned before the break how, now, by the way, I'm reading initially from a story from InsideHook.com because they cited a story for the New York Times, but unfortunately, paywall, I can't get to the story. But if you want to take a look back from March of this year, InsideHook wrote a story titled Is it more dangerous to start smoking weed late in life? Here's what the 65 and ups need to know before they light up. This inside hook, you know, this is a site that yeah. just saying they talk about things like dating, health, sports, a whole hodgepodge, but they're going to bring on and talk about, you know, seniors and cannabis. So now, they report that how the New York Times reported, which I can't read, but this is inside hook telling what the New York Times telling us what the paywall won't let us see is that <laughs> Just saying Uh, seniors have leaned on their cannabis either required through acquired through legal purchase or as a medicinal to treat anything from anxiety to back pain to get through months of monotony a blanket statement is being made here here's what they say and this is where I love the part where you know you want to take what they're saying with a grain of salt quote medical professionals caution though that research into geriatric geriatric use of cannabis is extremely limited that's the government's fault. Marijuana still a federally outlawed Schedule I drug, so the studies haven't arrived yet. We know they're out there. They just decided not to say anything. They, you know, Let's not take the extra work and learn what's being said out there. There's enough experts and doctors that can attest that they wanted to interview them, but I believe this article chose not to. Uh, long-term effects of the drug remain unknown, and it's unlikely that cannabis is a panacea for neuro, neuro, neuropathic pain. Neuropathic pain. Seniors searching for relief, perhaps even steered towards medical marijuana by their children, should try ah. to keep that in mind, end quote. I, <laughs> I, I, The way they position that. How would you respond to the claims being made here just at this point? And there was more we'll go to while they're saying at the same time, there's no research to make that point.
1: Oh, my uh, goodness.
0: My first thought, and I, I'll just say this off the top of my head,
2: I, I suspect the uh, the author didn't interview Willie Nelson uh, <laughs> concerning, you know, the long-term facts. Yeah. Uh, or Keith Richards. You know, they probably were exempted from the interviews. Right. But it, it's obvious to me that the the author didn't do very much research and just, Why why would a senior use a cannabis product to treat their sleeplessness or their anxiety or their, their back pain uh, during, for boredom. Yeah. The, the two things just conflict. Right. They're, they're taking care of an ailment. Boredom has nothing to do with it. Mm-mm.
1: Well, and the other thing too, if they're buying legal, it's expensive. It, I mean, trust me, pot is not cheap. No. And why would they continue to use it if it didn't work? You know, it, uh, the whole thing makes no sense. I've been working with seniors with for cannabis for about five years now. I've yet to have anybody tell me that, you know, anything really bad went from their use of a gummy or a tincture or whatever. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, obviously they did not talk to a senior when they were writing that article.
2: No, they could have done much more in-depth research. you know. Yeah yeah I used to work as a journalist and it's more than just sitting behind your keyboard and maybe you know googling a couple of things you have to go out and talk with people you mm-hmm. have to interview them you have to do actual research and from what I know of this article again I hit the paywall too uh not very much uh research was done Mm-mm. so the the uh the summary or the the opinion of the writer i would say is invalid.
0: Yeah. Well, in the story itself, they don't even have any quotes. It's it's just a blanket. But the thing is, what was ironic to me is that this article, when I looked for Seniors at Cannabis just to do a Google search, to research for this episode, this story came up very up at the top in current stories. (laughs) And there's a lot of people that can read this. And it's just a blanket thought process. It's an opinion. It's an opinion editorial piece without any kind of real backing up at all and they're just saying yeah we're there's no research they're just they're making they're making their claims and it's just hurting the industry i mean i don't understand what the whole need, reason for it. now here's what I, I mentioned now so health experts they say are mainly worried about short-term concerns especially during the pandemic cannabis consumption can affect motor skills and impaired judgment Aging Americans may be more likely to take a tumble and break a bone while under the influence. It's also difficult for seniors to register whether THC has entered their bloodstream. Older metabolisms are slower metabolisms. That can make it easy to overdo it. The key here, until the scientists are able to lock down some data at least, is to moderate consumption in terms of amount and frequency, to smoke or ingest in a safer, supportive environment, and try to avoid mixing with alcohol. Well. <laughs> So they're saying that though, there's going to be people that are going to consume, but you know, it's still, they're just treating it as a drug and not as a medical treatment. They don't even want to recognize it. Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, it's that everything that I have learned about cannabis, I've learned on my own. It's not from reading it. I mean, certainly not off of a package, but As I learned, I made a few mistakes. I got high way too many times when I didn't want to. My ultimate goal was to be able to find medicine through cannabis where I could still drive. So what did that mean? Ooh, I can't use THC, on and on and on. But I tell you what I think is most important here is when seniors talk to us, my number one goal is to teach them to read a label. And when we're getting them involved in using cannabis for whatever else them, we start low and slow. So if you are starting at less than two and a half milligrams of THC with a senior, then they can decide in a day or two, do I want to go up or do I need to go down? And I don't care if that's sleep or anxiety or, or pain or inflammation. You know, we try to use the products that we are, we try to share the information from the products that we've used so that everyone we talk to stays safe. So, Mm, and and that is a concern. I have a a friend who probably weighs 90 pounds wet. She went to a dispensary for something for sleep. They gave her a little tin of gummies with 20 milligrams of THC in them. I was furious why somebody would do that. Mm. And it's like, Mm. if Anything, anytime you go into a dispensary, the first thing they need to say to you is, are you a first-time user, especially if their hair is silver?
2: Yeah. Or gone.
1: Or gone, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, going going back to what you were reading, can I jump back there for a second? Sure. Um, it, it, it just struck me so peculiar as, as being so peculiar that um, they talk about let's say a senior getting drunk and going out and driving or a senior uh, walking around and falling and hurting themselves. And uh, this is this is purely uh, from my own experience. But I think with alcohol, you you may be more likely to get drunk. think you can drive and get in your car and go to a club or, a, you know, a bar or something like that. Cannabis, particularly if they're taking it for medicinal purposes, the effects are going to be, if anything, this is nice. I think I'll really enjoy watching the great British baking show tonight. (laughs) You know, the cannabis is not necessarily something that's going to make them want to go out and run around and and perhaps (laughs) injure themselves.
0: Alcohol, different story. Yeah. I'm taking from hard, the, I'm going to take this real quickly from, Harvard Medical School with, you know, everybody wants to really a lot of respect and a lot of integrity behind which they give pro and con when it comes to adults and medical marijuana reduced reducing stigma and increasing use. They put this out there, which is a positive thing. And let's point it out as such that Harvard's saying this, this is Mm -hmm. But again, you have to go looking around to find some positive information out there on cannabis treatment, how it it would be beneficial and positive for senior citizens or baby boomers in general, the psychoactivity or the high that cannabis causes, I'm reading from the Harvard website, uh, is another potential concern for an older adults, especially those at risk for confusion and dementia. These days, with the ability to buy cannabis in medical dispensaries, there's more control over the types of strains that one can buy, and consume we'll move along. But they do say there is some research that cognitive functioning can actually improve when patients <laughs> use medical cannabis due to, among other things, improved sleep and pain control it seems yes. plausible that older patients might be using lower doses of pain and sleep medications, which can affect thinking, and they're combating mm-hmm. the negative effects of chronic pain and insomnia, which also have an effect of cognitive functioning. However, as with most things cannabis-related, this too needs further study to confirm and clarify. But Harvard Medical School making the point that, that's uh, the point they're tying in is the fact that to take, seniors off some of the medications that would be harmful to them, replacing it with cannabis or, re- or removing the need for those medications altogether.
2: When we hold presentations and seminars, the number one malady that seniors ask us about is not aches and pains, or arthritis, those sorts of things that, you know, you might expect uh, from people of a certain age, but the number one is certainly sleeplessness. Seniors have a difficult time falling asleep. More seniors have a difficult time staying asleep. And they know that if they're taking uh, over or not over-the-counter, if they're taking prescription medications that might be opioids, that might be addictive, they want to get off those things. They're very, very receptive to uh, particularly gummies, to help their problems with sleeplessness. Yeah,
1: definitely.
2: So So, you know, we're advocating for them to use cannabis. Although, since we're not doctors, we cannot recommend that they try this or recommend they try that, that would.
0: Well, uh, one thing I could say that I feel like is there's is a skepticism with doctors and, and with medical professionals now, because of how, how COVID has been handled, about how people mm-hmm. feel about vaccinations, or booster shots and just the treatment of of patients and really just you know, the high risk of elderly patients out there that could be susceptible to COVID, that the handling of that, I would imagine now getting out of this, is questioning the integrity of the medical professionals and some some of them out there and what they're doing, which I can only – has that been something that you felt like – Through the people that have been responding to your website, have you felt like there's been a hesitation now that there's a lack of uh, the reputation of of doctors and medical professionals has been hurt, ultimately by COVID?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals was hit a few years ago with, you know, when the opioid Uh, All of that started coming out into the press about all the deaths Mm -hmm. and quite honestly, when all of that was going on, that's when I was having all of my pain and discomfort from a a bad fall and then an ataxia issue. So I started switching over from the drugs that I was taking into cannabis and I, I never looked back, but I know one of the questions we get all the time is how do I go from here to there and, you know, we, we try to help people the way I've done it. All I can do is tell them what, what worked for me. And then, you know, we, we certainly would be there to, to guide as we could, but always recommended that they talk to their doctors when they do get off of uh, opioids because of the, uh, the lasting effects that you're going to have to deal with.
0: I want to bring up one more thing from this Harvard Medical st- uh, Study or this uh, article here. The way they say the bottom line is of how to handle cannabis when it comes to the elderly. Is that, you just said it yourself. It's increasingly viewed as an effective option for managing insomnia and a chronic pain. It's key to have an informed discussion with your doctor to weigh the safety risks, especially if cardiac issues are taking multiple medications or have cognitive changes due to aging. Educate yourself and your doctor, they say, as much as <coughs> possible about cannabis before yeah. starting to use it.
1: Yeah. And educate also, your doctor.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they also mentioned about the dosage when it comes to it that the effects that might be adverse are with dose related. It's dose related. Right. It's knowing the strength of the marijuana you're taking and to start low mm-hmm. and go slow. So it's still a moderation point. But yeah. when you look at that, hell, I would even put that on the damn website. Look at the endor- It's kind of an endorsement from Harvard Medical School But yeah. they're saying it's okay. But, you know, Talk to me about what they said right there. Does that sound like a viable statement that really kind of goes in line with what senior high is trying to do?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Throughout
2: our website, we do suggest that um, people that are following us before trying something new from cannabis, discuss it with their doctor just Mm -hmm. to make sure there won't be drug interactions. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to be safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go ahead and uh, come back from a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the people that are the organizations that are heralding and backing the support of cannabis for senior citizens. We're going to talk about that in just a moment here with Karen and Louis Lussman with Senior High. Again, the website is Senior hyphen or you want to call it dash whatever it is there's a dash or a hyphen in between senior and high h-i-g dot com go ahead and take a look on the website as we go to commercial break rolling into some sponsors but we'll be right back with more blunt business and we're back with Karen and Louis Lussman here of senior Hyphen highcom Karen is the founder and CEO Lewis Lusman, Chief Marketing Officer I want to take a story from Barons dot com Earlier this year, they wrote, quote, medical marijuana for seniors indeed has its backers. AARP declares support for medicinal use of marijuana for older adults in states that have legalized it. A 2013 study by the New England Journal of Medicine found eight in ten doctors approved the use of medical marijuana for adults over 21. That's good. So Mm -hmm. what do you think needs to be done? Now, we talked earlier about even Harvard Medical School showing the support but there is such bad information still out there. It's just like the news. We know there's a lot of information. If you're not taking enough time to read and get a comprehensive view of what's going on, it's not effective for somebody that wants to be a cannabis user, nor is it going to be helpful to educate a doctor out there. So talk to me about the, the connect you're trying to make there with the website and what you're trying to provide so that that communication, that education will work best for patient and doctor. But well,
2: with a website and particularly with our presence on Facebook, um, we try and pass along information that is in the media that is supportive. So virtually every day I'm posting one or two articles from conservative publications, such as you just mentioned, that underscore the fact that cannabis is beneficial for seniors. So we're doing what we can to share that information so as many seniors as possible are aware of it.
1: Right. Also, we are members of several organizations, and Normal for one is the uh, the top advocate for getting uh, marijuana legalized across the U.S. So I do. Uh, go, I go to a lot of meetings. I advocate for that, and of course I send that off that information out too. You know, it boils down to get in touch with your senators and your congressmen and write Joe Biden a letter and say, "Get over this. It's time to move past it," and we need to have this out there for everyone.
2: Yeah, I, I think having some sort of fulcrum to get this uh, removed as a, a Schedule One drug is going to open so many doors. You know, we read recently that fortunately, uh, uh, Congress is looking at changing the banking laws that will make it much, much easier for businesses in the cannabis industry to work as a, as a business as they as should be. Yeah.
0: yeah. We were actually talking just in a recent interview uh, here on in Blunt Business about how they're incorporating the Safe Banking Act and the National Defense Authorization Act. We know that the CAOA, the uh, the latest legalization bill, has made it the Senate Democrats. They've been trying to get that pushed along, and they're hoping that the president will go and sign it. So we know there's a lot of efforts being made right now. Right. When it comes to senior-high.com, there's a lot of information through when it comes to finding everything from understanding the products, distinctions, uh, guides. Also, one thing I want to point out is that you offer consultation. So when somebody goes on the site to get a free consultation, what are they getting?
1: Well, for the most part, I think they're just getting our support and they're getting the fact that we talk about the products that we have used and what what and how has has led us to, you know, feeling better about that particular ailment. A lot of times, you know, what I need to do is I will go to the, the resources that I have, which would be the doctors or the healthcare workers, uh, and talk to them about, you know, what could be the best ailment for, you know, tendonitis or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we always try to take the questions that we have and try to find out the most current information and products. That are out there because things are constantly changing. So, you know, we we don't want to um step out of line with what's going on out in the world, but we certainly want to stay abreast of the newest information. So I'll I'll go to UCI or wherever I need to to find what I need to find out for people.
2: And I, I mentioned in passing that we have been holding seminars and presentations for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. even during COVID, uh, once word got out in our 55 plus community that has, oh, has had, let's say 500 houses, it's still under construction. But when word got out that we were holding uh, a seminar about medicinal cannabis, we had to turn people away. Always. <laughs> the, oh, the, always.
0: the level of interest is phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it is. So, so it's great.
0: I want to ask one other thing also. I noticed you have a newsletter. You can also have people to go and sign up and join. And also make mention of on the newsletter, you can learn about discounts on advanced courses. So is there going to be kind of any kind of education you're going to be planning to put on the website? Any future things you're looking to add to the website to create uh, even more improved user experience?
1: Right. Um, I have relationships with a lot of people within the industry, Uh, And certainly learning has been key for me. I mean, I've been a student now for about five years. Uh, I've had several, gotten several uh, certifications. I have healer.com now on the website uh, in encouraging people to go on and start educating themselves about the products. It is one of the most extensive programs that I've taken and it's actually affordable for anyone. So um, we are highly recommended recommending education because the more people that we have out there using these great products and talking about them, then the pressure is on for them to become more legalized.
2: I think one of the things also we want to do is um, as we continue to add more videos to our website that are uh, educational and hopefully fun, uh, (laughs) I want to involve more seniors in our videos. Marketing is an interesting art slash science, but the one thing I've learned is that the best marketing remains word of mouth. If a senior sees another senior Mm -hmm. talking about the medicinal benefits, that's probably gonna be the most uh, credible influence we could possibly provide. So I I think people who are joining Senior High uh, can look forward to that.
1: Well, and, you know, there's un- unfortunately, I think the people who are working in most dispensaries are well trained and, and they're lovely. However, they don't understand what arthritis feels like or what aging feels like or the fact that you're taking seven other pills, you know, when you want something for sleeping. And I just think the the experience of life comes and we can all share the same things that we have shared as we've gotten older with people who look like us, who are seniors, you know, so we have that experience and we, we want to help them as well as it's been able to help us.
0: There we go. And for those who are, uh, what are you also checking out on social media, you can look for their Facebook page, senior hyphen high cannabis education and senior high official on Instagram. And again, the website is senior hyphen, hi.com don't spell out hyphen It's the hyphen <laughs> which is dash in between.com uh, Karen Lewis Lussman, thank you so much for being on with us here on blunt business really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us
1: this has been great
2: yeah it's
0: a pleasure talking with you and we look forward to uh keeping our dialogue open let's definitely keep the dialogue going and let's go and help our senior citizens especially parents like mine uh and we'll leave it there. Great. Thank you, all listeners, for listening to another blunt business. Come back for another episode next week. We'll talk to you next time.